So I had been feeling progressively more frustrated and angry for two weeks. And this was my opportunity to say, okay, stop, (laughs) right? Stop. So that's what I did. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Authentic, the only podcast that teaches you how to build a bridge to the life you want from the life you have using human design, the gene keys, and the work. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here today. And a big part of that is that I feel like I'm back in my correct decision-making. So the last two weeks have been really frustrating for me because of this podcast. I made a promise when I first launched it that I would do weekly episodes, and I haven't been able to do that. And I want to take you on the journey that I've been on for the last two weeks, because even though I'm a manifesting generator and you might be some other version of generator, manifester, projector, reflector, I want to share what the experience has been for me to catch myself out of alignment. Basically, I found myself in a bad decision and I went back into my quantum way process to basically acknowledge my feelings, analyze the shadow, go back and look at my design, and then make a new decision. And I think we can all learn from that because once we know the power of our design and how to manage our energetic frequency, there's nothing more empowering in order to maximize the quality of your life and your happiness, your contentment, your satisfaction, your joy. And uh, so let me explain what has been happening behind the scenes. And then I'll take you on the journey of, oh, how, how do I look at the not self and how do I find the source of my frustration in the not self and the decisions I was making that caused me to create all this frustration? So when I first launched this podcast, I launched it with the intention that it would be to provide a pragmatic, practical, simple, straightforward approach to practicing these amazing tools of human design, the gene keys and the work that what, what there's a lot of in the market for human design and the gene keys is a lot of depth and breadth and detail that can actually be very confusing for people who are new to this. And my feeling, because I have recognized how transformative it has been on my life, is people need to just get straight to the goods, the stuff that's going to help them transform their lives. So the way that I originally intended to use this podcast was, let me just give people a a view inside the day-to-day practice that I experience as I make my decisions, live my life, feel my feelings, and just go about responding to life as a manifesting generator and help to share how I apply human design and the gene keys and the work to my own life in order to navigate. And what happened was I started to move away from that. I had recorded a couple of podcasts that really made me very happy in the sense that 
I was delivering on the promise that I had made to myself and to you about the intention of this podcast and how it was going to be produced and created. And what I started to do after just two episodes is I started to overcomplicate it. I started to add more voices. I started to add screen shares and little snapshots of readings. They weren't even full readings, but it was just, here's a flavor. And I wanted you to see what it's like to navigate a human design chart and to see how empowering it is when you can see yourself, who you are and who you're not, and start to reconcile your life with that and your decisions with that. And, you know, it was all coming from a good place, you know, on the surface, okay? It was, I want to be more inclusive. I want to have more voices. In particular, I wanted to feature the voice of my business partner, who without her, none of this would be happening because it is her design genius behind this entire enterprise to be authentic that makes it accessible and beautiful and simple and elegant and inviting. And so what wound up happening is Tara and I tried recording our podcast, which was about how we duo, what, what is our partnership? How does it work? And to look at that through the lens of human design, because it's quite extraordinary to see why it has been so effortless for us to work together for nine years. I wanted you to see what it's like for our respective human designs to plug into each other. It's incredibly powerful when we look at our shared human design, in particular through the lens of our storytelling work. And to be authentic, let's face it, it's storytelling. The way we put together a course, the way we do a podcast, whatever it is we're doing, we are creating a story. We're we're specializing in high stakes, hard to tell stories, and we're doing it with all of this material that's very deep and very broad, human design, the gene keys, and the work. So anyway, I, I really wanted to feature Tara and to honor her as part of this enterprise. And we tried three times, three and a half times. The only time that it was effortless was when we did a call to talk about what we would talk about. And in that call, we didn't record ourselves, but it was effortless and elegant and it flowed and it was natural. And then when we recorded, I don't know what happened, but time after time, we would record and just something would be off. And so the last time we recorded was the end of last week. And you know, midway, I kept saying, oh, this is really good. This is really good. And I kind of knew in my belly that it wasn't. And I really figured that out two days ago when I was working with the files. It was awful. So there are these new technologies that I'm having to learn. And I love the learning, but I'm also really impatient. So I'm trying to do shortcuts when I don't really know the technology. And what wound up happening was with every voice that I would add to the mix, adding one other speaker complicates things. You have to deal now with different noise levels and how to fix that, right? Well, I'm no audiovisual expert. 
And at some point we will be able to outsource the editing. So, you know, I'm doing my one line thing, but now my one line thing is absolutely overwhelmed and I am getting increasingly more frustrated and angry. And what happens for manifesting generators is when we're feeling that way, somewhere a decision is off. We are now operating clearly out of alignment. For manifesting generators, there is nothing worse than wasting our time. What we want more than anything is to feel the satisfaction of having been productive. That is what we live for, is to be productive, to feel productive. So to take two weeks out of this cycle of the thing that I promised to myself and to you, the listener, that I would bring a podcast to you every week, now I'm failing in that promise and I and getting further and further behind in my commitment. And I can feel myself falling further and further behind because what I've discovered in the two weeks is when you add another speaker, you complicate the recording. When you add a screen share, you complicate the recording and the visual, which when it comes to producing the final product, so each one of these layers of complexity complicates the production process exponentially because not only do I need the audio files to work seamlessly and be able to put those up on the podcast, but I want each recording session to do double and triple time. I want it for Instagram reels that I can easily publish and add subtitles to. I want them for the YouTube video because some people are gonna to wanna to watch this on YouTube. Well, what I learned was, yes, these tools are easier than what might've been available for novices like myself 10 years ago. There's still skill involved in using them and I don't have it. <laughs> It's actually not what I want to spend my time doing. And this is what put me into a state of frustration and anger. So that was the situation that I've been in for the last two weeks. That's why you haven't heard anything much from me, right? It's not that I haven't been thinking about it and I haven't been investing a ton of time and energy to bring an episode to you that's worthy that's meaningful, that's insightful, that's real, that I think is something that will be beneficial to those who are just coming into this world of human design and the Gene Keys. I've actually just been trying to figure out how to give you more than I promised. And the very opposite has happened. I've actually given you less. So I reached this breaking point two days ago and it happened because my sister gave me some invaluable feedback. She listened to my podcast and she said, gosh, I really loved it. I loved your interview with Sue, but I really couldn't follow the part when you were doing her chart. Of course not. She's listening and a chart reading is really visual. And so for her to say that to me and for me to really hear it without 
getting my ego in the way. It was exactly the gift I needed and the opening I needed to feel my feelings and own them. So I had been feeling progressively more frustrated and angry for two weeks. And this was my opportunity to say, okay, stop, (laughs) right? Stop. So that's what I did. And as we talked, I said, yeah, I said, I'm, I think that this is more than what my listener needs. It's more than what my fractal needs. It's more than what I came here to do. What I wanted to do was I wanted to share with listeners personal stories and experiences of me living my human design and gene keys and the work so that people could start to see how elegant and seamless and powerful and impactful it can be when you know how you're built, you can self-monitor and identify or diagnose your energetic frequency when you've fallen out of alignment and find your way back, right? And change your story and free yourself from this state of being in shadow. And so my sister said, this should be a podcast. And I thought, gosh, she's so right. This should be a podcast, (laughs) which is why it's now a podcast. The other thing that came up when I was talking with my sister was I had a moment to reflect on, well, what does bring me joy? What was lighting me up, right? So it's very important that when you catch yourself in your not self frequencies, right, where you are receiving emotional feedback that you are out of alignment to think about, well, where are you in alignment and were you in alignment at any time during this point that you can remind yourself of and connect with or reconnect with. And in my case, I had two amazing milestones. The first was the milestone of completing the workbook for our eight-week The Quantum You course And it's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's smart. It's rigorous. It's so empowering. And we finished basically all of the writing and the strategy and the design, all of the creative. And it's a work of art and it's fun to use and it's impactful for our clients. The second thing that happened was I had received a voicemail from a client that I have been working with for just four weeks. And we've had literally four one-hour conversations. And last Friday, she left me a voicemail message, which was so transformative and such a reminder of why I'm here, what the point of to be authentic is, and what brings me joy. Why am I doing this? I'm just going to read it to you because I feel so deeply fortunate that this person was gracious enough and generous enough and loving enough to share with me the impact that this work is having on her life. And again, she gives me Stacy credit, but all I am is a guide for her. I'm just pointing out for her what her higher self is trying to show her. And so she left me this message on my voicemail. I just want to tell you that I am in my body. 
I feel like I'm who I'm supposed to be. I feel alive again. And I don't mind being by myself. I just wanted to thank you for what you've done for me because I have come out of my shell. I've come out of this depression thing. It brought tears to my eyes to know that this is the impact that this approach, the quantum way, is having on someone's life. And I couldn't be more honored to be working with her. And so this became part of that conversation with my sister, which anchored me in, yes, this is why I'm here. This person had no idea what human design was six weeks ago. None, none. And now here she is more empowered than ever to be the person she's designed to be. It does not get better than that for me. And so I talked with her and when we hung up, I circled back with Tara. And I'm really fortunate in my life because I have three projectors who are very close to me. My sister who is an ego projected projector, my godmother, she's not technically, but that's what I call her. She's a soulmate. She's sort of my spirit guide and I just adore her. She is a mental projector. And then I have Tara, my business partner, who is a splenic projector. So I have three different projectors in my life. And I feel very fortunate because there is nobody more that you want to have on your side when you are figuring something out and need a safe space who will reflect back to you what it is you're experiencing and help you find your way without telling you what to do. And so I went to Tara and I said, Tara, I'm, I'm working with the files because this is where I reached my limit this week. I spent another two and a half hours working with the crappy recordings that we got from our time together last week. And I realized they were unsalvageable. I couldn't really work with them visually or through the audio. So I shared this with Tara, this frustration that I can't spend any more time working on this. I, I wanted so much for us to do an interview sharing our experience, but for some reason, it's just not happening. And I, I can't do it anymore. It's too complicated. It's too time consuming. And she supported me when I said, I think I need to go back to the original promise. The original promise, which was much simpler. It was me providing examples of what it is like to live and honor your human design and your genetic frequency through the gene keys to create and manage your life, to live your life without resistance or regret. And she was completely supportive, of course. So at that point now, I've consulted, you know, two trusted guides. And so now I'm really clear, okay, yeah, I have to go back to the beginning. I have to go back to the original promise I made, which was to provide simple examples and stories from my life of what it's like to live this stuff, 
right? To practice it moment to moment, day to day. So what happened after I caught myself out of alignment and stopped what I was doing, right? Just put a pause on it and then consulted with my trusted advisors. I then wanted to go and understand what got me here. This is so empowering. I can't overstate that. It is so empowering to give yourself the opportunity to go back and investigate what was the decision-making process that got you here, okay? What I want to do now is share with you where this not self-decision-making, this desire to suddenly start over-delivering in this podcast where it has roots in my design and in my gene keys, because I want to share with you the power of knowing yourself through these incredible tools and being able to work with them to empower yourself, to transform your life in every moment. Okay. The first thing is, uh, I mentioned it before. I have this channel of logic that connects the, the crown with the Ajna, which is our conceptualizing and mental processing. And gate 63, which is in, is in the head or the crown, is the gate of doubt. And the channel of logic is all about pattern recognition, recognizing what's happening today and how do we navigate and troubleshoot so that we can create a safe path for the future. And so part of that channel is this concept of doubt, right? The skeptic, the doubter. And the way that it works is whenever you reach a conclusion, right, or a solution like, oh, these have been two good podcasts. I really like them. They were easy to produce. I feel like they are delivering on the promise that I made. Well, suddenly this gate of doubt starts to come in and rear its thorny head and say, mm, I'm not so sure about that anymore. I'm not so sure. We better... We better look into that and we better change the formula and change the model and try something new and make it something more. And so the make it something more comes from the conditioning in my open heart or ego. So again, I have no activations on that. And what happens from a conditioning perspective, these are again, the messages for decades in my life. You are not enough. You are not worthy. Your experiences aren't enough. There's not enough value in this. So again, my gate of doubt is getting its support from the messaging that I'm not enough with my own stories, my own work, my own investigations that bring these tools to life that suddenly that's not enough. <laughs> and the sacral is not even being heard anymore. Do you see how my mind is totally enraptured because it's getting the support from my ego? to be on this frenetic activity of let's make this more, let's add more people, let's add screen shares, let's show how smart we are, right? Let's show all of the hard work we've done. And that part comes from shadow work that I discovered in the Venus sequence. And this is now getting into the gene keys. For me, the Venus sequence was incredibly illuminating when I just focused on the gene keys for the three stages of childhood and the particular wounds 
that we experience and the defenses that we create to never experience the pain of those wounds again. So the three stages are the stage from zero to seven. So from the womb to seven years old, which is your sacred wound. The second wound is ages seven to 14, which is your emotional wound or the emotional defenses that you create against experiencing that wound again, the suffering or pain of that wound. And then there's the psychic wound from age 14 to 21, where now we use our intellectual defenses to build barriers or defenses in our relationships so that we don't feel the potential pain of the wounds that happen during those ages, right? So for me, from age seven to 21, I actually have the very same gene key. It's gene key 13, which is the gate of the listener in human design. And it is an extension or activation off of the G center or center of the self. And the shadow frequency is the shadow of discord, which another way of saying that is pessimism. And what I discovered in me is that I have two underlying beliefs that were anchored in that period of my life from seven to 21. And the first one was a person won't be there for me when I need them. And the other was, I will never be fully seen. And this whole experience of me suddenly turning around and trying to do a podcast that was the triple sal cow version of just me with the camera and a mic just distorted this whole experience. But it came from this experience of feeling that you, the listener, would not view me and my stories and what I'm showing up to share that I think will be of value that you won't think that that's enough. And so I went on this whole journey to go back and map out in my design, what I know is part of my design and what I know are the conditioning factors or nature of that design. Where am I most vulnerable? What have I experienced in my life now that I'm aware of my design, what I am and what I'm not? And where I can still fall prey to some of those conditioning messages. So this, again, I keep saying, this is a practice for the rest of my life. A beautiful practice of self-empowerment in every moment in every situation, especially when I catch myself out of alignment. And so again, going back to the quantum way, if I think about the journey that I went on, the first was I started out, I noticed my feelings. Okay. That's step three. I then went and I worked my shadow and the shadow was coming from a place of not feeling like I was enough and knowing how I'm built which is step one, I know that I have an open ego. And I also know that my mind is very quick at coming in and rescuing me 
from my shadow feelings of not being enough to over-deliver, over-produce, over-give, right? And instead what I did was I created this mess of a lot of recordings, a lot of content I can never use and was frustrated and angry in that mess. And it really took this one little message. Fortunately, my higher self was still by my side so that when my sister said, I couldn't really follow when you were doing that reading thing. I couldn't follow when I was listening. Thank goodness for her candor and that she's on Team Stacy, and we all need those people on our teams, right? All I needed was that as an entry point to go, okay, stop. So going back to how I'm built, knowing where I'm vulnerable to conditioning, and now what do I get to do? I get to make a new decision. And so I did. I made a new decision. I'm not doing the triple sal cow thing anymore. Yes, I will still have people on where we're just two people talking. Easy peasy. As long as I check the, the voice levels in our recording. Not as easy as when it's just me, but easy peasy still right? A little more effort, but manageable. It's worth the effort because the dialogue brings unexpected, powerful insights and takeaways that I think are really beneficial to you, the listener. And so I'm making a new decision and that's where we are now. So I'm so happy to be back. I am so excited to get into the meat of decision-making and living my human design, Gene Keys and the work of inviting others onto this show to talk about their experience, living their human design, Gene Keys and the work so that they can share their own experiences because I am the only one having my experience. You're the only one having your experience. They're the only ones having their experience. And we can only be the expert on us, but we get inspired and we get clarity from the way others are experiencing themselves and these tools in their lives. It always brings new revelations, new awareness. When you can hear how someone else, doesn't matter what kind of energy type they are, doesn't matter what their activations are their own experience of being diligent in living their human design and gene keys and doing the work is incredibly empowering. And that's what I wanted to share today. I wanted to share just a couple takeaways from this whole experience that I think are universal. We are often the ones creating our own suffering. We are. Look at the suffering I just created for myself for two weeks. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't enough. My voice alone on this podcast. I created just a nightmare of, you know, being buried in technologies I'm not familiar with and being frustrated that I wasn't able to produce the results that I wanted, caught in the perfectionist trap again. Okay. And feeling defeated. And feeling more than anything, like I wasted so much time, energy, and effort that I could have been spending connecting with others, 
working on the workbook for the Quantum Two, which is our next offering, being in the garden, I missed all that because I was caught up trying to be something that I'm not. <sighs> right? We create our own suffering by trying to measure up to others' expectations of us and made up expectations, right? I was making up expectations about you without paying attention to the intention I originally set for this podcast. I know there are listeners who are not going to benefit from this. They may want all of that technical detail. That's actually not who I designed the podcast for. I designed this podcast for people like the woman that I'm currently working with who left me that beautiful message, who had no idea what human design was six weeks ago right? That's who I'm doing this for. This is about keeping it simple and keeping it practical and pragmatic and showing people how empowering it is through my own experience of living it and sharing with you my experience of living it day to day. We create our own suffering by replaying the old tapes in our head, okay? By reliving these experiences. So one of the things that came out of this when I was talking with Tara was you know, I was playing this story of what a waste these two weeks have been. And with Tara, we reframed it. And so again, this is step six and seven of the quantum way is instead of being burdened and weighed down by this belief that I just wasted my time for two weeks, why not flip that around and say, hey, wait a second, that's not true. I just got really important information. And you know, maybe it set me back two weeks on this podcast, but it has set me up for years of really great podcasts because now I know what I'm not here to do, right? Until actually I have a producer on board and all of that. But for now, this is about simplicity. And it might be this for the next year, the next two years. It's just going to be about simplicity and storytelling. And personal experiences, personal sharing. So again, we can reframe our stories and our beliefs. And then the last thing is we create our own suffering when we choose to stay in a bad decision. We can stop and get out of it. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I feel so free and fortunate right now, because I am consciously moving out of that bad decision into the correct one. And my sacral is all in. <laughs> so I know this is the right decision. This is the right path. Again, the whole point of to be authentic is about taking radical ownership of our happiness, of accepting who we are and living into that and magnifying that. And that's where I come back to the quantum way. We have that on our website. It's a free download. One day, I hope we can make it into a really beautiful, covetable poster, a letterpress version or something of really, really high quality that's frameable, that you can order and hang on your wall because it's such a great reminder of the work every day of staying in tune with your energy and your alignment and your magnetism and making sure that you are only operating as the best, highest, most magnetic version of you because that is why you're here and that's what the world needs from you. It's what the world wants from you, but only you can make that happen. Only you know you.
Only you have the power to know what you're feeling and to do the right work to get yourself into the right frequency so that you feel your most empowered, alive self. And I'm so happy you're here. I am so excited to get back to the weekly commitment that I made to you. And I'm just happy to be back in me, back in my body and knowing what is the correct path for me. Because when it's the correct path for me, I know that for my fractal, it's the correct message and lesson for you. So thank you so much for being here and for not giving up. Thank you for joining me on this episode of To Be Authentic, where we explore the practical side of human design, the gene keys, and the work in an integrated approach we call the quantum way. If you're new to human design and the gene keys, click the links in our show notes to get your free chart and profile. While you're there, subscribe to our mailing list to receive special offers and invitations and follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and your podcast provider of choice to never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. You make this podcast matter.